0: Talking about the issues that matter to Montana statewide. This is Montana
1: Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, we got the phone lines open for you, 406-294-0970. I think the only guest that I have scheduled uh, this morning is Tanya Powers from Fox News Radio talking about the renewed sense of urgency of urgency in Washington regarding the influx of illegal aliens at our northern U.S. border cro- uh, crossings. How does the situation at the northern border compare to conditions along the southern border? Uh, that'll be coming up later on in the eight o'clock hour of the show. And that'll be a quick update. And then uh, back to your phone calls. Uh, speaking of phone calls, who do we got on the phone lines right now? Let's see. Jay in Billings. Jay, thanks for the call.
0: Yeah. Well, at any rate, the real reason that we've got to, uh, all the money going to Ukraine is they're trying to cover up all the biological warfare, you know, that they were doing the experimentation with over in Ukraine. You know, it's just black man's all of this. And then also, the... Uh, uh, see all these uh, Honduras and Guatemala and a bunch of these others, they go ahead and, and let their uh, <laughs> let their prisoners and their asylum people out, turn them up across the border, we're going to have the results problems from that. But not simple. You know, you don't have to be stupid. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, look, we look at what's happened.
1: There was a... I, I forget what the name of this Venezuelan gang was in... In New York City, it sounded like the latest fashion trend, but there's like this, uh, and Jay, thanks for the call. There's like this, uh, let me search it real fast here, Venezuelan gang, uh, NYC, let me see. Oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, Trend de Aragua. Uh, This is a new trend uh, here, the Trend de Aragua. Spanish for Aragua train. Uh, This is a Venezuelan gang that's out robbing people, stabbing people, etc. And so, the New York Post has a story about how the National Guard is being urged to check migrants for these tren de Aragua tattoos. And and what these so-called asylum seekers are doing is they're saying, "Oh, I I had to escape Venezuela." ah, uh, I'm seeking asylum in America. Actually, they didn't even need to pretend cry. They just walk across the southern border and say, hey, what's up, man? Yeah, I'm going to New York City. And then they show up in New York City and then they join their fellow Venezuelan gang uh, members and they start robbing people and stabbing people and, and et cetera. So now, like, they're saying, hey, here's the tattoos to watch out for. But, uh, you know, but as we've been talking about, you don't have to go to New York City. What, what about Denver? I saw Chris Avril, uh you know, tweeted this on the Montana politics hashtag. Will Billings be next? Missoula, Bozeman. Uh, But yeah, the border isn't a big deal. Nine News in Denver says every department in the city of Denver, including police, public safety and elections, are told to plan for budget cuts to pay for the migrant crisis. To pay so many illegal aliens in Denver, they're cutting every single city department budget possible. They've had hospitals getting overrun and everything, all because of John Tester's open borders.
3: Saving you money. I'm Hillary Barski. If you're planning a trip outside the United States, you'll need to check out phone plans so you won't run up your bill. There are many options to consider, but you'll need to do your research first. Some of the easiest include putting your phone in airplane mode to avoid charges. Aside from features like the camera, only use your phone when you can connect to Wi-Fi. Some phones and apps automatically download data when the phone is on and connected, leading to charges, even when you're not using it to make calls. You might want To opt for using apps like WhatsApp, among others, for calls. Also, every phone carrier offers its customers international plans, which will vary depending on the provider. You might consider buying a prepaid SIM card, which is a slightly more complicated option, or buy a SIM card at your destination. Most new phones have what's called an eSIM card, a microchip embedded in the phone's hardware, which can be useful when you're traveling internationally. Saving you money, Hillary Barsky, Fox News.
0: Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. As more light snow continues across the area today, we'll see daytime accumulations from an inch or two in Bozeman to around five inches possible in the Billings area. High temperatures will stay in the low to mid-20s. For tonight, we're looking at more light snow with around an inch to up to two inches possible before it tapers off. Low temperatures from around five to ten above. Then some breaks of sun develop on Friday. This is weatherology meteorologist Paul Trombley. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Bear Beartooths to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Well, dang it, Bobby. Uh, apparently, Bobby,
1: uh, uh, John Jackson doesn't like my Spanish. Uh, <laughs> not everybody can be a Spanish linguist like you, John Jackson, the joker from Twitter. He's listening in. He said, you're killing me with that Spanish pronunciation. Well, dang it, Bobby. I- Hadn't spent all that time down in South America like you had there, Bobby. So it's uh, my Spanish ain't as good as yours here. Uh, let's see. Uh, the latest on the Ghost Rider. The latest on the Ghost Rider. But first, uh, you know, ever since Tim and Savage started talking about the Ghost Rider last week, how can you not play this?
0: is Ghost Rider requesting a flyby. Negative Ghost Rider, the pattern is full. No, no, ma'am, this is
1: not a good idea. Sorry, Goose, but it's time to bust the tower. Okay, I better mute it here before the CEO spills coffee uh, on his chest there, says a couple of bad words. Oh, let's put it down. Oh, that, there goes the coffee. Oh, he's cussing out Maverick. Uh, all right, I think it's safe again now. All right, yeehaw! Well, that's what the uh, ghostwriter sounded like. See, uh, so the so Joe Biden's ghostwriter remember the guy who had the audio recordings of Joe Biden forgetting all sorts of stuff, and that was in like in twenty seventeen, right? Way back in twenty seventeen, Joe Biden couldn't remember anything. I am not even talking about last week. Back in twenty seventeen, Joe Biden couldn't for, uh, couldn't remember anything, and the audio recordings that the ghostwriter recorded prove it. Well, Ghostwriter thought that Ghostwriter could delete the audio recordings. Law enforcement was still able to find the audio recordings so negative ghostwriter audio's still there here he was. yeeha he thought he was in the clear the moment l- listen to this report here from Fox News Radio. the House Judiciary Committee asking the ghostwriter of president Biden's memoir to turn over any recordings and notes from his conversations with the president. The letter to Mark Zwanitzer, uh, who helped Biden write, Promise me, Dad, and promises to keep, asks the ghostwriter to turn over audio recordings and transcripts he has of their conversations. The request comes after special counsel Robert Hur said Biden read aloud passages from notebooks he kept during his time in office, including on three occasions when Biden shared passages dealing with classified information with Zwanitzer. Zwanitzer is unlikely to be able to fully comply with the request. Hur's report notes that Zwanitzer deleted the audio recordings from his computer once the investigation was announced. Wow, this guy finds out, oh, they're launching an investigation. He goes in and tries to delete evidence. But, oh, whoopsie-daisy, law enforcement was ultimately able to recover the audio files. So they should turn over those audio files to Congress. But uh, Zwanitzer did retain the transcripts. So he still does have the transcripts as well. Uh, Let's see, her noted that Biden read aloud... Quote, certain classified notebook passages to the ghostwriter nearly verbatim on at least three occasions. So a negative ghostwriter, audio files, did not get successfully deleted. Sorry to break it to you here. Um, Jesse Waters is just as skeptical as you and I are about this whole, they're going to nuke us in space. They're going to, we can't tell you what.
0: But we, ah.
1: I mean, seriously, this story yesterday that they trot out and they tried to trot it out. Well, if we don't give Ukraine more funny, Russia's going to nuke us in space. Well, if we don't allow the government to keep spying on Trump, they won't be able to spy on the Russians. Well, maybe if you spent more time spying on actual Russian capabilities and the Chinese instead of spying on innocent Americans – maybe you'd have access to more intelligence. Anyway, here's what Jesse Waters had to say about yesterday's news cycle.
2: Fox News alert. America is apparently facing a national security threat from Russia that's so terrifying that our own government said they couldn't tell us what it is. This vague threat started this morning. Primetime producers were getting alerts on their phones, each alert more ominous, but just as vague. Congress said there was a threat, but we couldn't tell how serious it was, and neither could anyone else. There's really no cause for panic or alarm around this particular piece of intelligence. Uh, I'm concerned serious. That's all I can say right now. This is a serious issue. There are many serious issues that we undertake all the time. Uh, but there's no need to panic. Uh, this is not an immediate crisis. This is one more
0: thing to worry about in terms of Vladimir Putin and his attack on democracy and freedom.
2: Okay, this all started when the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, Republican Mike Turner, released a statement saying this, quote... Today, the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence has made available to all members of Congress information concerning a serious national security threat. I am requesting President Biden declassify all information relating to this threat so that Congress can openly discuss the actions necessary to respond to this threat. Primetime doesn't know Mike Turner very well. He's been on our show once, maybe twice. He wants to protect the country. We believe he's a patriot, but I've been in this business for 20 years, and something seemed off. Doesn't the gang of eight usually handle big intel announcements? And where's the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, who still hasn't ever done our show for some reason? Well, he runs to the microphone and tells Americans not to panic. I want to assure the American people there is no need for public alarm. We are going to work together to address this matter, as we do all sensitive matters that are classified. So one mic says, very serious national security threat that Biden has to declassify. And then a more powerful mic says, nothing to be alarmed about, we'll handle it in private.
1: Yeah, but don't worry. Uh, Joe Biden's big decision
2: today is, do
0: we do mint chocolate chip or, or Rocky Road? Huh? What's that you say? Mitterrand's on the phone? This is where Montana talks at with Lane Nordland. Sparks flew at the House Agriculture Committee as Democrats and Republicans stood their ground on farm bill differences. And Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack defended his handling of existing programs. This is what House Ag Chair G.T. Thompson had to say to Secretary Vilsack. In what seemingly is a daily occurrence, taxpayer dollars are being sent to every corner of the country, yet nothing has changed. We're not producing more fertilizer. We're not reducing the cost of production. We're not making food more affordable. However, we are burdening the taxpayer. We're losing ground on the world stage, and we are a net agricultural importer. But Bilsack had a different view. The last three years of net cash farm income were record-setting. The best three years in the last 50 years in this country. This year's income projected at just below historical norms. Will make it the best four years in recent history. But Republicans argued farm income was down from last year. Bill Sack doused over three Republicans on everything from grocery prices to snap cuts. Ag appropriations talks about an 18% cut to our budget, so you can do the math. Maintain the IRA funding. Let's say we get a budget, pass a farm bill, so there's certainty in, in terms of the programs. But halfway through a one year farm bill extension, Chair Thompson admitted the obvious. There remain significant headwinds to Congress's success. It's virtually impossible to create a robust and resilient farm safety net without significant investment. But an ever-growing
1: gap between Republicans and Democrats is evident as the bill takes shape. I'm Leonard Blood.
0: This is where Montana talks. Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right. I know uh,
1: some of you, hey, right now you're, you're driving to and from the gym. You're dropping kids off at school. Uh, you're coming and going. And then, man, 8 o'clock, you might be, get stuck on a conference call. You might be stuck working. You may not be able to catch, uh, catch our show later on in the morning. And uh, we had Navy SEAL veteran Republican U.S. Senate candidate Tim Sheehy pop into our studios yesterday. Uh, So for those of you who weren't weren't able to hear it, I know not all of you can go back and listen to podcasts and things like that. You listen to the radio for that reason. You want to hear it live on the radio. Um, So I want to play some of that conversation for you here. Uh, For those of you who missed it later in the day yesterday, first, a couple of messages came in on our Montana Talks app. Light brows in Hardin uh, talking about this national security threat uh, that was uh, widely uh, reported yesterday with no details. What are the Democrats doing with their left hand while waving security threat with their right hand? Great question, light brows. Right on John uh, says, if anyone thinks Russia is going to admit or or tell us that they're going to or already have nuclear power or nuclear weapons in space, I have a bridge to sell you in the Sahara Desert. Uh, he says, oh, by the way, in more and more job postings here in Bozeman, it says, you must have a green card. What does this tell you? Uh, right on, John. Thanks for the message. Uh, here you go, part of our chat with Navy SEAL veteran Tim Sheehy yesterday. Great to be here. Huh? What a huge endorsement. I, Donald Trump's mostly been staying out of a lot of these contested primaries, even with, with people who are, are, are solid Trump backers. He's kind of been staying out of it, but
4: he weighed in in this race. That was, that was huge news Friday. Well, again, he recognizes, like you just said, uh, America's at a crossroads. And in 2024, Montana's at the center, center of the political universe. This race, as you correctly stated, will determine the direction of this nation for potentially the next decade. And he recognizes that. He's a patriot. Um, it, you know, I'm honored to have his support. But he knows how important this race is. And he knows when he wins the White House, he's going to have to have a Senate to enact his agenda. And uh, the one thing standing between his Senate and, and, and uh, what it is today is John Tester. And that's why he's supporting us. Yeah, a huge, huge endorsement. And he also
1: credited the great work being done right now uh, by Montana Senator uh, Steve Daines. And by the way, Senator Steve Daines just voted against that massive foreign aid spending bill saying, no, we need to secure our borders first. And I know that's something you said, gal, over seven months ago,
4: I think it was. Well, I've been saying it for, for years, but at the the bottom line is... I'm running on a message of common sense. I mean, common sense. I don't care what party you're a part of. We need to return common sense to this country and to our government. You know, boys are boys. Girls are girls. Borders not a border if it's not secure. Cops are good. Criminals are bad. We put criminals in jail. We reward our cops. We. Don't pay people to sit on the couch in the middle of a labor shortage. We want people to start businesses, and our foreign policy should always be putting America and Americans first. And that's common sense. You know, when I was a kid, and when you were a kid, when we all grew up, that those were not controversial positions to take. That there are two genders, that a border should be secure, that our foreign policy should put our own country first. But you know, today they are. And it's important we stand up and fight for those principles. Now, you mentioned law enforcement El Salvador, the president down there, huh? I wow, put criminals
1: behind bars and you lower the homicide rate. Wow, uh, Como Sadie say, common sense and, and as people love them for yeah. it. Tim, I feel like I feel like we are not being fair to you. You know, we're we're playing by these old rules of well, we got to give these candidates equal time, and and uh, we're going to wait until then to start interviewing candidates. The radical left is spending a million dollars a week. John Tester and Chuck Schumer and their California dark money operatives are spending a million dollars a week falsely attacking you with with a whole bunch of lines of BS here. And yet here we are. Well, I I mean, I, I just feel like we as the people of Montana are not being fair to you when you serve your country. You're a Purple Heart veteran. And these out-of-state operatives come in and just start falsely trashing you. And and yet here we are. Well, we got we to follow these old rules here. You know, anyway,
4: I just wanted to throw that out there at the well, start. A million
1: dollars in attack ads. What do you want to say about all this? Well, last garbage?
4: best place. Last best place pack, uh, which is funding all those ads. Uh, is Chuck Schumer, 100%. It's Chuck Schumer's money. And they've been spending money on our heads since October last year, since I launched. And, and as you said, the Republican Party always, you know, we're going to play by our rules. We're going to have our primary and we're going to work through our process. Well, this is how Tester stays in office every time, is they start spending money a year and a half before the election, a year before the election. And they flood the airwaves and they unify behind one candidate, which, of course, has been Tester for, you know, damn near 20 years now. And they flood the airways with lies about their opponents uh, as early and as aggressively as possible. And they will outspend us 10 to 1, 20 to 1, like they are now. Uh, meanwhile, as you said, our side sits on the sidelines and said, well, we'll get into this when the election cycle picks up. The reality is that's why I launched early. We had to start early. We had to start aggressively. Then these ads are all lies. You know, they're they're, they're cherry-picked, out-of-context Pieces of data they throw out there and they couch them in a false narrative to make me look like I'm a corrupt businessman. I'm a corrupt person. I'm a bad person. Truth is, fought for my country, wounded on the field of battle. My wife fought for our country. After I was wounded and discharged, we came home, started our businesses from scratch with an all-veteran founding team. Everything on the line in those businesses. Businesses that protect our community. Aero firefighting. I fly our water bombers. It's a dangerous job. Um, you know, we put out wildfires, protecting farms, ranches, saving lives. All right, let's hold it right there. We're just set foster Kansas City Chiefs players and coaches comforted kids after 22 people are shot at their Super Bowl victory parade. One person was killed, a local radio DJ, Lisa Lopez Galvana, mother of two. Her station saying this senseless act has taken a beautiful person from her family and this KC community. Fox's Jeff Paul, police have three people detained. Former President Trump's in New York for a hearing in his criminal hush money case. In South Carolina, he says it was on purpose that he mixed up the names of his rival for the nomination, Nikki Haley and former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, at a rally in New Hampshire.
1: They said he didn't know Pelosi from Nikki, from Tricky Nikki,
0: Tricky Nikki. He didn't know, I interpose, and they make a big deal out of it. I said, no, no, I think they both stink.
4: You referred to Haley instead of Pelosi complaining about security during the Capitol riot. America's listening to Fox News.
1: Oh, very good point. Jay in Bozeman, uh, we can go check the jail roster, can't we? And then the jail roster might tell us if these folks uh, in this big stabbing spree in Bozeman, Montana, are on an ice hold. Huh. Wow. Wow. Golly, for Pete's sake, man, if if you didn't have a real job, you could go uh, be a fake news reporter for the Bozeman Daily Chronicle and report some real news there, uh, Jay and Bozeman. Jay, thanks for that message. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Okay, Um, let's see. Uh, Owen and Bozeman. Kind of weird why information on the Kansas City shootings are not being released. Maybe it's because the suspects look to be a bit on the south of the border type. And that doesn't fit the media's narrative. Do, do they look south of the border? Do they look like illegals? Uh, I I just I, I I don't know on that one myself. I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong. I just I, I just uh, haven't been able to confirm that myself. I just know that the videos that I saw they don't look like white nationalists though. So. Owen, oh, thanks for that message. Uh, Anton and Billings, you know all these budget cuts are going to take place in the city of Denver because of the. Uh, the uh, invasion of illegal aliens there. That By the way, Sanctuary City, Denver is too, right? With their liberal mayor and their liberal governor. Anton says, Denver proves budget cuts are possible. Uh, thanks, Anton. Thanks for that message. Okay, so Tim Sheehy was talking about all these BS phony attack ads from Chuck Schumer and John Tester. And how they're trying to make him look like a bad guy. But yet here's a guy, who, Purple Heart veteran, served as a Navy SEAL. His wife served as a U.S. Marine. He's now an aerial firefighter that is literally saving homes, saving lives here in Montana
4: as an aerial firefighter. You know, we put out wildfires protecting farms, ranches, saving lives. And uh, from coast to coast, we do that. And, and we built that from scratch with an all-veteran a founding team. I'm proud of that. I'm never going to apologize for the fact that I've built a successful business in our state, created jobs, created veterans' jobs. And, you know, this, these aren't dating apps and yoga pants. These are important <laughs> jobs that protect our country. And I'm proud of that. But, of course, in the world of Democrats, if you do that, you're a bad person. So uh, what they're doing is all lies. They know they're lies. And that's why if you look at those ads, they have these little apps Asterix, you know, uh, disclaimers on the bottom basically saying, hey, this ad's a lie, but we're saying it anyways. So yeah. we need to fight back, unify, as you've said. You know, let's unify around this campaign because this race will determine the future of this country. We have to win. Well, look, and you're not a political
1: hack. So a lot of folks are just now getting to know you for the first time. But I've known you and your wife since you first got out of the military. And and actually how I first started hearing your story uh, was I I remember we were having beers in Bozeman at a vet together with a bunch of veterans just getting together, hanging out. And I was asking one of the guys, "Oh, uh, hey, what did you do in the military? Oh, you know, I flew helicopters. Well, what are you doing now in Bozeman? He's like, man, well, I just got out of the military and I took this job out here with Bridger Aerospace. All right. Anyway, uh, more to follow after the break here. Hey, Jay and Bozeman. I took your recommendation I checked out the Gallatin County jail roster Santiago Machado Echeverry on an ice hold looking at it right now what was the other uh, guy uh, that was uh, the attempted deliberate homicide guy? what was uh, what was his name again here uh, I'll look up that one right now and report back here in just a few.
0: Talking about the issues that matter to Montana statewide, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, yeah, you're right, Les. Uh, Les
1: and Three Forks. I saw two different people arrested on February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day, Bozeman. We just love the illegal aliens in Bozeman, Montana, don't you? Oh, my goodness. I saw two different people arrested on 214, held for ICE. Les, you're exactly right. I just confirmed it myself here. So Jay and Bozeman, you know, this is why, this is why you know, our listeners are what makes this show so good. Uh, because I can do all the show prep I want in the world. But, you know, at the end of the day, you have the information and give us the best tips. Uh, so, yeah, so there's this story that Jay and Bozeman sent us, uh, came out yesterday. Police investigate attempted homicide that occurred in downtown Bozeman. Apparently, uh, over a dozen individuals ended up getting detained. Uh, were they all living in the same house? Just all piled in there at the same place there in Bozeman? Uh, and the two individuals that were arrested following, uh, apparently, the uh, the stabbing incidents here, two individuals arrested Andres Felipe Lara Gonzalez and a Santiago Machado Echeverry, Um, We should we should get John Jackson on the phone lines to make sure that we get the proper pronunciation on these names here. But I I mentioned earlier, I mentioned this story in the six o'clock hour of the show because Jay and Bozeman was saying, hey, do we got the same thing going on in Bozeman that these big cities are having going on right now or these uh, illegals are going on stabbing sprees. And and so I you know to just to be accurate I said well this this article does not say one way or another whether these uh, these two individuals that were arrested are illegal aliens or or what their immigration status is, and then a, f- a few minutes uh, a few minutes ago Jay sent us a follow up message on the Montana Talks app. Yep, they're in the jail on an ice hold, and I just uh, confirmed that myself. I'll have to tweet out the screenshots here. So let's see, um, Gonzalez. Let's see, new arrest, attempted deliberate homicide, tampering with or fabricating physical evidence. No say. Tampering with or fabricating physical evidence, second charge, attempted deliberate homicide. Is that two attempted deliberate homicide charges or is that uh, the same one there? It looks like it's, ah, that's, that's the same one. Okay, it's 45-5-102, okay. They are on a hold for ice. They are on an ice hold. Some of you, I know you're thinking, what's a nice hold? What's is it is it just a nicer jail cell? No, no, it's ice. It's not a nice hold, it's an ice hold. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, these two uh uh folks who tried to murder people in Bozeman, that's what they're uh, in jail. They're on an ice. Now, to to be clear, because I've asked uh, I've asked the, the Gallatin County attorney this, okay, cuz somebody could be in jail on an ice hold sitting in an ice facility they could be they could be on an ice hold. Now they may be illegal aliens or or they may not be illegal aliens. They might be here under some other sort of immigration status. But but look, here here's the deal though. We know what Joe Biden and John Tester are doing and what they've done to Bozeman and what they've done to this country and what they're doing to this country. Every day they leave that border, you know, flung wide open like they have it. They'll call anybody an asylum seeker. They'll say, oh, that's a refugee. Oh, that's an asylee. Oh, oh, yeah, we've documented them now. We've given them some phony little title. They're illegal aliens. And John Tester is like freaking Oprah. You get a car. You get a car. You get a car. Except for it's you get a hotel room and you get a $1,500 debit card a month and you get this and you get that and you get to be called an asylum uh, seeker and you get a refugee button. They're calling them whatever they want to call them, and they're giving them your money, and then they're coming here, and they're raping Montana uh, uh, young women. Remember the so-called Afghan refugee in Missoula, and they're and they're murdering people. They're trying to kill people, and they're wrong way, drunk driving on the interstate in more than one instance just in the last few months alone. They are doing whatever they want to in this country because they can get away with it because of John Tester and Joe Biden. And yet and yet how many of you will still fall for these phony B.S. commercials from John Tester? Oh, John Tester supports law enforcement, says former law enforcement guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Says the guy who got appointed to a senior position by former Democrat governor Steve Bullock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pure he he doesn't have any other personal agenda here whatsoever. Says the guy whose firm just got a 10 million dollar contract from from the from the Biden administration. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He what this guy is doing in this campaign commercial falsely claiming that John Tester supports law enforcement is he is throwing every single one of you law enforcement officers under the bus so he can line his own pockets. It's exactly what Chuck Tooley is doing there. It's disgraceful. He should be ashamed for what he's doing. Oh, it, basically, look look at what American cities are are in full decay mode right now. Lawrence Jones talked about this earlier. American cities are decaying in front of our very eyes. You've got Venezuelan gang members, the the Trendy Aragua. Trendy, how do you pronounce that, John? Anyway, all I see is it's Trendy. Trendy whatever, watch out for these gang... Gang tattoos because they're coming here claiming to be asylum seekers, but they're really Venezuelan gang members that are robbing and and stabbing people left and right in New York City. But they're not just stabbing people in New York City. They're stabbing people in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, And so, uh, I mean, they they just – and so – but look at the attacks on law enforcement. Which political party – Stood there and trashed law enforcement officers. Which political party stood there and lied about Border Patrol agents whipping migrants? Which political party supported the BLM riots and so-called protests where they were trashing law enforcement, targeting law enforcement, burning down police precincts, flashing green lasers in the eyes of U.S. Marshals? It was the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party. Their top priority, other than the White House this year, is getting John Tester to stay in office. So, how in the world would anybody in law enforcement, current or former, ever jump on a TV commercial and trot out this garbage that somehow John Tester supports law enforcement? The reason the Democrats want, want John Tester back in power is because he keeps them in power. And he is in line with their agenda every step of the way. Open borders, anti-police, go on down the list. This guy is a phony. Every six years, he trots out some line of BS claiming, oh, look at my missing fingers. I'm just a farmer. You know what? Why don't you go pick your next flavor of ice cream with Joe Biden? Because we're sick and tired of hearing your BS. Our country is on the brink right now. And you, John, are responsible for it. All right. Man, I talked way too long there. Holy cow. But anyway, on the good side of things, look at what Tim Sheehy has done, not just to serve his country, but look at the businesses that he built. I think the best line he had yesterday is about to come right now. (sighs) Wow. Like – this is incredible. You're taking these these men and women fresh off the boat, if you want to use that terminology, that are get right on the military. They don't know what the future holds. It's a very, you know, kind of scary time because you're like, man, I've, I've been in the military. Now what do I do? And they've had incredible careers, incredible opportunities because of that. And and in like the local Bozeman Daily Press, man, you were a hero for this. You were a hero for that. A hero. You started this business. You employed all these people. you, You helped the local hospital. But the moment you got an R behind your name, the fake
4: news attacks begin exactly and unfortunately montanans uh, i find some understand it but most do not that their local paper is not their local paper you know their local paper is likely owned by an out-of-state conglomerate with editors that don't live here or don't care about what's happening here and they're pushing their agenda you know they're pushing their agenda from out of state and of course their agenda is always against the republic it's against conservative policies and uh, you know again as you said in Bozeman, we've seen that you know time and again from hey we're building a new pediatric wing of the hospital we're funding the NICU, building a new library creating hundreds of jobs you know war hero this and that as soon as i announce you know i'm a corrupt businessman so uh it's all it's all backwards but i think so many people now are sick and tired of of the national narrative that's been crafted by academia social media media our federal government our deep state our bureaucracy uh they're tired of it they're tired of being gaslit that they're racist members of a of a racist country that's bad uh they're tired of hearing that. They want to be proud of the country. They want to be proud, as they rightly should be, of what this country's done, and they want to see it revitalized around the principles that made us great, and that's what this election's about. I know you've got to hit the road here here soon, but we're glad you stopped in just for a few minutes. We definitely want to get you on for a longer amount of time.
1: But man, you were just in what Ekalaka brought us. What you say, 70 people showed up and brought it? So obviously, I
4: think these negative attack ads are, are backfiring on the Democrats just because people are like, wait, who is this guy? Well, they are. You know, They're they're, they're spending a million dollars a week raising my name ID, and a lot of people are like, well, if Chuck Schumer's spending all this money on the guy he can't be that bad so let me go out and see him and of course when they show up and find out hey you know he, he's, he's a smart young guy who's got a, a great young family and uh, yeah we had you know 70 folks and brought us igalaka glendive lavina you know we're heading west now missoula and up to great falls i mean we're, we're hitting every single community in the state We're, we're leaving no stone unturned uh, because it's very important that we're going to lose the air war to the democrats because they're going to outspend us like they are now so we're going to win with the ground war. we're going to go to every town shake every hand and particularly our veterans make sure they understand that the va is an organization filled with good people,
1: stuck within a terrible bureaucracy. All right. Uh, the best line, though, I'll tell you what that was after
0: this. Fox News commentary.
5: The children's do-it-yourself stuffed animal store has gone X-rated just in time for Valentine's Day. Nothing shocks me anymore. I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my
0: Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. 35 years on Wall Street taught me how to successfully invest in the stock market In my four-part series, I'm going to teach you too. Some of Fox Business's finest join me to help tell my story, impart crucial lessons from my Unstoppable Prosperity book, and give you the tools to achieve your own financial dreams. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.
5: If you're a kid, a kid at heart, or a parent, you've probably visited the popular Build-A-Bear workshop to create your very own customized teddy bear. Well, hang on to your stuffing because the brand has decided to go sexy. Yeah, just in time for Valentine's Day, the store has released a collection of sexy and suggestive after-dark teddy bears. Options include a monkey dressed as a male stripper and a teddy bear wearing a Playboy-inspired robe. There's also an entire gift set titled You Turn Me On. Now, the company says the After Dark collection is for those 18 and up and isn't targeted at kids, but either way, this is quite the interesting and possibly even disturbing gimmick. Popular culture is already so overly sexualized as it is, but now the innocence of the teddy bear has been robbed, too? I can't be the only one that wants this to stop. I'm Tommy Laren and you can watch my show Tommy Aaron is fearless
0: at OutKick.com. Sick and touch. Brought to you from the Montana Hot Springs Spas and Saunas. Live well, feel better studio. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, man. Dating apps and yoga pants.
1: That was, I thought, the best line of the day yesterday when uh, Navy SEAL veteran Tim Sheehy popped into our studios and responded to these uh, phony just BS attack ads coming out from John Tester and Chuck Schumer. Uh, I, I, I... I think you already heard the soundbite. I I thought I I missed it when I was uh, replaying the audio for you here, but maybe maybe it went so fast that you missed it as well. I thought he was talking about these uh, these incredibly successful businesses uh, that he created in in uh, you know the Bozeman Montana area, Bridger Aerospace, an aerial firefighting business that no joke saved people's homes last summer. I had a lady uh, message us say, yeah, he saved my house in Sealy Lake. Uh, and so, and then, and then he had another business. It was a drone technology business that was providing life-saving technology to our troops on the battlefield. These are the types of businesses he started. Uh, anyway, here's, the, uh, here's what I thought was the, the funniest line of, of the visit yesterday.
4: I'm proud of that. I'm never going to apologize for the fact that I've built a successful business in our state, created jobs, created veterans' jobs. And, you know, this, these aren't dating apps and yoga pants. These are important <laughs> jobs that protect our country and i'm proud of that but of course in the world of democrats if you do that you're a bad person
1: all right anyway uh full audio on our montana talks website uh you know if you miss any hour of this show it's all on our on demand button on the podcast uh let's see here um just one minute left here of our conversation with tim sheehy from yesterday at the va
4: Is an organization filled with good people, stuck within a terrible bureaucracy. John Tester has been responsible for that bureaucracy. He's failing, uh, just like he's on the border, on American energy, on foreign policy. And uh, we're going to convince veterans that that we are the answer to a better VA in the future. Well, and that's why they're attacking you. They're attacking success. They're attacking a successful veteran because they don't want veterans to be
1: successful and independent. They want veterans to be victims that are dependent on them. Uh, Tim Sheehy, great to see you. Congrats on the Trump endorsement. Thanks for dropping in. Thank you. All right. Hey, uh, coming up here pretty much for the rest of the morning, we've got the phone lines open for you, 406-294-0970. Or you can message us on our Montana Talks app. We've got a number of great phone calls and messages already flowing here this morning. Bunch of callers in the 6 o'clock hour. A lot of folks waking up early, getting ready to take America back here in 2024. Uh, let's see. Man, we got the the Mate Show kicking off uh, here today. Uh, our friend Zach Robbins from Rove Exchange, he's going to be out there. I think he's in the 500 block if you're going to look for his booth setup. So go check him out. He's the guy that specializes in those uh, 1031 exchanges. Really cool deal. So go say hello to Zach Robbins at the mate show later today. Tell him, uh, tell him we sent you. Uh, and then, Mandy, the, uh, later on this spring, I know the home improvement show is going to be kicking off. And our friend Billy Beattie from BD Equipment Services is going to be there. And, and I tell you what, this he's such a cool guy. Uh, and, and maybe I'm a little biased. You know, he played football with my with my mom's cousins up in Glasgow. He played football on the High Line. They had a pretty good year that year too, didn't you, Billy? Uh, but he's a great guy. But don't just take my word for it. Uh, you know, the rodeo great Deb Greeno, uh, he'll tell you, man. If if you need somebody to do some dirty work for you, let BD Equipment Services uh, handle the, the dirty work for you. Or maybe maybe you're like, hey, I I can do the job. I know what I need to do. I just need the equipment. I just don't have my own equipment. Well. BD Equipment Services can do the dirty work for you if you've got a demolition project that needs to be done, if you've got any salvage work or land clearing projects that need to be done. But if if you want to do the work yourself, you just need to rent some equipment or maybe buy some equipment. BD Equipment also rents and sells equipment as well, backhoes, skid steers, mini excavators, scissor lifts, trailer rentals, you name it. So check them out, BDEquipmentBLGS.com. Or give them a call, 406-201-7711. All right, uh, let's see. Man, there's still a lot of ground that we got to cover here. Did you guys see the big dust-up between Kareem Jean-Pierre and uh, John Kirby? You know, Kareem Jean-Pierre, remember, the only reason she got the job as White House press secretary is is because she checked a bunch of woke checkboxes, you know. She's black, she's gay, she's gay, she's black, she's gay, she's great. remember that? Yeah, yeah, that's her. So she got the job because she checked a couple of woke checkboxes. But now that she isn't doing the job very well, they bring boring old white guy John Kirby up to the platform. The New York Times, they're outraged that John Kirby is uh, one-upping KJP.
3: It's racist.
1: So anyway... Wait till you hear this story. Uh, I joked, you know, it's they're like the co-managers of the White House press office. Jim and Dwight are the co-managers at the press office.